Now, we all know that Martin can metabolise a pint in five minutes, but I bet even he wouldn't turn his nose up at getting free beer delivered to his door. Yes, our friends at Beer 52 are offering our listeners a free case of eight unique craft beers. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF and cover the postage of $5.95. Beer 52 is the world's largest beer club. Even Big Mandy is welcome, but not Colin. He's an utter bozo. Each month, members are sent a crate of beer with different themes. Don't like dark beer? Then choose the light option. Comes with a magazine and two snacks, BLT and crumpets not included. Don't be a cockwomble. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF to get this amazing offer. That's www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF. The following podcast contains strong language, like what the actual fuck. Hello there, I'm Paul Shahidi, also known as the Reverend Francis Seaton in this country, and you're listening to WTAF. Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. Daft cow? This is just ridiculous. What? The actual fuck. Hey, what the actual fuckers and welcome. It's we're here. It's the final episode of the final season of this country, Harvest. And I'm here with Neil. Adios, amigo. <laughs> I'm here with Peeper <laughs> Helena. Buongiorno. <laughs> I'm here with Peeper Doug. Pressure's on. <laughs> Hiya! <laughs> and I'm here with people Kim. Hola! Oh, look at this. <laughs> what a transgro- transgrobal? What transgrobal. A, what a transgrobal yeah. load of people we have. Transgobal, I think it means. Well, what's the word? Trans-global. Transglobal. Global. Ah, fuck it. Okay. (laughs) So we are ability to just make up words. Things. It wasn't the fact that when I then tried to to get myself right, I still got it wrong. Trans. (laughs) Transgobal to transgobal to transglobal. Anyway, we're here to watch uh, series three, episode six, Harvest, which was first broadcast on the twenty third of March, twenty twenty. Pretty much when lockdown started, wasn't it? That I think it was pretty. Yeah, it was the day lockdown started, wasn't it? Jeez, Louise. Anyway, right. Get your DVDs and your players ready as we are about to hit play. So is everybody sitting comfortably? Yep. Yep. As comfortable as we can. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here we go then. Three, two, one. Boom. Right. So I was going to say, this being the final episode, did anybody have any sort of apprehension before it, before they watched it, of how they were going to conclude? Well, there's there's a giveaway um, at the very end of station, isn't there, about what the vicar has mm. planned. Mm. Um, I actually think there's a little giveaway in um, Curtin's half-brother as well, because he says he's been clearing out Jacob's room. 
Now, why might he do oh, that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've never that before. Oh no! I didn't pick it up until I saw the final plot. I'm not. Um, <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> not pretend, yeah, didn't didn't clock it that early. But um, it, yeah, I think it set up the last episode really well. It gave it a, a feeling of a finale kind of thing. Well, I think when we were doing our predictions for series three, we kept thinking that Curtin's going to leave or Kerry's going to go. Or so, so, we no one thought it was going to be the vicar. Mm. We didn't mm. even think that. And but then it just seems obvious out of all the people that the vicar would be the one that would go i sort of thought maybe they'd completely turn it on his head and he wouldn't go and like yeah you, you, they were leading you down the path of thinking that he would and then all of a sudden in the end he doesn't go um i mean yeah. that happened that happens in the episode doesn't it even mm-hmm. in the episode you yeah, feel yeah. like he's he's lost his bottle mm. Mm. does anyone still actually worry about in the future is he actually doing all right in Bristol? Yeah. 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 Completely. You know, he has that conversation with Nick that we'll see later on. And uh, he really doesn't look set for it at all. No. no that needle exchange. Worry yeah. about how Kerry and Curtin are coping without him. And especially in lockdown, how are they getting through that without him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I imagine Station might have been a bit like what the village would be like um, without the vicar, just Kerry and mm-hmm. Curtin. Saying yeah. how they're running the show without him, yeah, but an extreme version of that. Yeah, chickens dying everywhere yeah. and prank <laughs> calls. This is brilliant. Hi. Yeah, <laughs> there she is, <laughs> old parsnip. <laughs> I've done like things in the community where I live, and like, it just. Can picture that scene taking place, you know, being actually true, and just from what my own experience of it is, I can, yeah, it just felt so realistic. Mm. Uh, is, is, is it still a big thing, Harvest Festival? Because at school, I remember years ago, we all had to take our tins in and mm. distribute them to the old, all the elderly around wherever you. Live. I think for schools and churches, yes, but if you're not necessarily um, in either of those. Um, then you perhaps it wouldn't affect you. Mm. I think I think it's just called food banks these days, though, isn't it? I think that's, well, where, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's where you take yeah. your tins, unfortunately. Yeah, but we used to have to go and walk around the village distributing it, didn't it? Or, I don't think that time. happens anymore. No. I, not? I I can I can remember bringing it into school, but I never remembered ever having yeah. to distribute no. it. Oh yeah, yeah. write Are a little letter. Certainly, a thing in October at school. In school, you always take things in, and it would go off presumably to the church. But I never, you know, I don't know how it was distributed then. And I've been aware. Um, went to church for was it when I was having my bands read for the wedding or something, and they were starting to collect for harvest then. So I re- realised that it still went on. But um, but like I say, it's a food bank thing now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I know in my um, local community now, even through lockdowns and stuff, they've been doing like monthly collections and send food parcels out to vulnerable people in that each month. So. Mm. But it used to be an excuse that everybody gave all their old shit away. Oh, didn't yeah, they? yeah, you don't want, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all those tins of whatever, oh, 20 years out of You date. bought my mistake and you're never going to yeah. eat, so you just wang them in. Like, yeah. I always thought that you would go there put something on the table and you're allowed to take something from the table. <laughs> so a, like, bring, a bring and take. <laughs> yeah, so put in a mouldy carrot and take home a tin of spaghetti hoops or something and that would be, yeah, you win. I'd imagine, I, I perhaps prior to this episode, I might have thought that Kerry would have done that. 
Yeah. But mm. she's actually quite responsible in it. But I could have imagined that she would be in the type, like, see that Heinz thing. I think I'm having that for aim. That would go nice with the test of dinosaurs. We even got to see what she was like at the tip. She was like <laughs> yeah. creaming yeah, yeah, off exactly. all the good stuff for herself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But actually, I guess in terms of this, it takes it too far because later in the episode, she's going around taking kind of too much off yes. people and taking yes. it too far. Yeah. I think, I, I, I think that is... What's that, Kim? They haven't got a clue what's coming. You can tell no, when they're no. behind the vicar. Look at her little no. face. <laughs> I know. But then yeah. they they do what they they do best for their defense mechanism is attack, isn't it? That's that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. They're, they're not going to cry in front of him. They're just going to attack him and yeah, you know, yeah. tell him to just piss off. Then if he. <laughs> so I still think Kerry wasn't quite understanding what he meant no, when she looks at him. It's yeah. because um, uh, Curtin asks him what you know. What does that entail? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's but, such a fish out of water isn't he in Bristol yeah. but I can but, well imagine their hatred but you know they're like <laughs> I've never even heard of the bishop or whatever and yeah. they won't have that you know there's a there's a whole side of the vicar that they won't know Yeah, they'll be like well why all of a sudden does all of that matter you've never mentioned it before and I, I can imagine that really hurting because it's never been mentioned you know it seemingly wasn't a big thing for him yeah, mm. and, to, and to them also, the vicar, is it's probably not a job. It's just he's there, and mm. that's what he does, and it's not something that he gets paid for. He's just part of the village, and it's mm. not like something that you can either get, you can move on from, or, you know, it's not a career. It, for To them, it's just, he's just yeah. there. He's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Helps them, but... but then again, is he out of his depth in... in Bristol, because we know how well he handled Curtin coming up behind him last week in the stadium. Yeah. He knows how to handle himself. Yeah, but not knowing what a needle exchange is. Well, Neil, we don't all live in sordid places like South Cerny, <laughs> do we? Wow. <laughs> wow, you see. Enemies yes. And I'm the one that supplies it all. I bet you are. Not true, not true, not true. <laughs> I yeah, if you want to fix, come and see me. You're the kingpin, aren't you? You're the <laughs> yeah, I, what did you say? Pin. I'm H. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am H. <laughs> Your reputation precedes you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to laugh, but I don't understand anything that you're just saying because I've never watched an episode of... <laughs> don't bother because we're going to get onto the last episode and all get really grumpy. Well, I'm caught up to series, I think, five four five something like that and we were eagerly anticipating the last episode and we were trying to watch it and catch up before and then i saw everyone's reviews of the last episode now i'm not bothering to watch the rest of it because i'm really annoyed because yeah. everyone else is annoyed and i'm like why am i breaking my back to watch it when it's crap <laughs> but it's it's don't you think it's that has got the same as game of thrones and lost mm-hmm. it gets it gets to a certain level of fandom that doesn't matter star wars is another mm-hmm. example it doesn't matter what they do People aren't going to be happy with it because in their yeah, mind yeah. they've got their own version of what they yeah, want yeah, it to yeah. be. Mm. Which is why this country have done it right by bowing out at this point. Exactly. exactly. Before those expectations get too high. And they kind of 
managed even with series three to take us all mm. by surprise with what they did yeah um but i would say but even that i, I was disappointed in the fact that i never mm-hmm. got my kerry and martin moment where kerry tells him yeah, to yeah. fuck off there yeah. were those fan moments that i wanted mm-hmm. that yeah that... i really wanted a scene with uh martin and the vicar yeah yeah um no, yeah the vicar telling martin a few home truths as well yeah yeah, yeah. Did anybody see Daisy on um, the Red Naps, the big night? Uh, yes. Uh, no. Oh, Is it good? No, no not particularly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Going to be honest. I loved it. Did you? I did, yeah. I thought that was great. Her all over Thierry Henry, I thought that was excellent. I, I thought Harry Redknapp looked very uncomfortable. <laughs> he did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I love Daisy to pieces, but she was a bit pissed, wasn't she? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. look. Then that couldn't have been planned, could it? The hairs, the famous Cotswold hair. The Cotswold hair, they were deers. Deer. Were they deer then? No, (laughs) I didn't see it. The famous Cotswold deer. Of course not. You're too mashed up on your own shit, aren't you? You (laughs) (laughs) Is that what the kids say? (laughs) Yeah, you're well in with the kids. Mashed up on shit. (laughs) What sort of records are they taking in these harvest collections that there's a discrepancy with tin soup? I always, I always thought that. Like, what the hell are they counting, and why do they know that there's a discrepancy with tin soup? I don't, maybe they expect a certain level of tin soup every year, oh, and if they right. don't hit it, then yeah. Or maybe they're just working out where they're distributing it. Is it mm. maybe Around the village? And this, I feel, is the vicar being his conniving best. Like I say, that he's mm-hmm. not always sweetness in light. No. He's using this whole Arthur situation as a way of. Getting back into yeah. Kerry's good book. Did he orchestrate books? Arthur going? You know, did he orchestrate that in the first place to bring Kerry back Get around? Kerry possibly, yeah. possibly. Mm. Yeah, he's not. He's not all, you know, sugar snails no. and puppy dog tails or whatever it is. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think Curtin has every right to get angry. Maybe not as angry as he does, but uh, mm-hmm. the master manipulator at work. Is. Yeah. 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 I do. I do think he's got that. Not no. It's not evil, but that the, definitely the manipulator side of him. Because he knows exactly what he's doing. He knows that yeah. Kerry is going to jump at the chance, and I think he also knows that Curtin is going to be pissed off. Yeah. Mm. Evil bastard. <laughs> he's H. He's H. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So where does this rank in people's episodes? Is this high one for everyone? Uh, Definitely a high for me, yeah. Um, It's it's the last one. It's never going to rank high for me. It's probably a third or fourth in my list of series three. I do in my series, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. The um, Letter from Slugs and Driving Lesson are way ahead of this one. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, I do. I do feel that it's, but it's got some really sweet moments, mm-hmm. and I think I think the ending is perfect. It's a perfect callback. Yeah, yeah. It ties everything up really nicely as well. Yeah, it does. It does. It's a, it's a good finale, unlike a couple of other finales of uh, British uh, BBC shows that I've watched recently. <laughs> we, we, we we just touched on that a little bit, Doug, when you had to pop away but uh yeah let's not mention that 
because I got no idea what you're talking about, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Only runs a vicar gets in his cricket whites. I always thought that was specifically an Arthur line. Oh, right. Arthur, Arthur probably, Arthur, Arthur, it's because he comes up with the other line about crows. That's probably what I'm getting confused with. Right. Mm. right. Still a witty guy. Because the outtake in that's quite funny when she uses the loo, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's quite yeah. amusing. There are some really strong scenes cut from this episode. Mm. And I am surprised that they didn't just do an extra length final episode, you know, make it mm-hmm. direct. Yeah. You know, they, they could have got away with that, I think. Yeah. The aftermath work, didn't it being a bit longer? I don't know. You'd want to go much longer than that day. No, I did notice that the trailer for what's it called? People who just do nothing. Is that it? Oh, what the movie, the movie came out today. Okay. Never They're in J- in Japan apparently. I've, again, I've never watched the show, so I want to say I watched a couple of them, but it made it just, just think that they could easily do this country movie. They just could. That line, um, the master manipulator. Uh, sorry, the puppet master strikes again. Is that maybe a throwback to Random Acts of Kindness? Because he makes a lot of comments in that about how the vicar is influencing Kerry in a bad way, even mm-hmm. though all she's trying to do is, you know, is trying desperately hard to be to be nice. But, like, Curtin's really, really against that as well. When it's a bit of a, yeah. of a yeah. nod way back when. Mm-hmm. Like you said, there's so many nods back in this episode. But I, th- I think Curtin's absolutely right about the vicar. He's saying about when he's wheeling, yeah, yeah. When he's wheeling Len out yeah. and, say, yeah. and sort of, oh, look, look at what I've done for Len. He... he yeah, as much as, much as the vicar is a sweet, sweet human being, he's got that little bit of oh, look at what I've done, look at how good I am, look at how great are the things I've done, and I think yeah. it comes across a lot. Pav's getting anti-vicar. Oh, he's quite a good judge of character, isn't he? Yeah, and I think that's probably what got him the job in Bristol. Mm-hmm. But then he gets found out in the fact that he is so naive. Yeah. Yeah. The current Kerry just I don't know, she she doesn't really she wants to just please and stuff, doesn't she? She doesn't really think about how people actually are, but the no. curtain can see what the vicar is like, he can see what Uncle Nugget's like, he um you know, even Arthur to a certain degree, you know, he can see right through them and knows what they really are, so Yeah. More so than Kerry. Look <laughs> his face. <laughs> no. <laughs> So this, the guy that he's talking to, he's the same level as him, is he? He's just a vicar from another parish, isn't he? But a parish, yeah, yeah. yeah but it feels the way that, like, their dynamics. This is like he's his. He's having like, an interview. Above, yeah, he's, yeah, he's above him. Yeah, he's sort yeah. of like trying to, um, trying to get his approval as such. Mm. But I mean, they're completely, he's completely out of his depth, isn't he? With yeah, what he's going to, he hasn't got a clue. <laughs> this look is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. 
<laughs> disappointed parent look. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cracks are starting to show, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. He really, yeah. He, he, Actually, he's probably in Norfleet got a real cushy little number going absolutely. on. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, and says that, doesn't he? He's like, you know, you've got everything you would want here. Mm. I should imagine it's just a big enough place that he only has to worry about Norfleet. You know, some sometimes you've got really small villages. They might have three or four that they have to work on, like three or four churches they might have to cover. But I should imagine he just does the one. So he's cushy number. Oh, I love just another random cameo. Pork chop just coming back. No mention yeah. of it. No. Yeah. But again, that that is what I love about the show is that they drop these ones in that are just in the background. But yeah. they would be there in the village. Yeah, they would, that's, yeah, that's yeah. just part of everyday life. I and think fair, she went. Oh, go on. I was just going to say, fair play to her. She is putting her yeah. heart and soul into it. I was just going to. I was just about to say the same. Like, I know she probably doesn't go about it in quite the right way, but people have donated the stuff and I don't know why the vicar goes off on one at the end because actually they are all right a waffle maker isn't quite in the spirit of a harvest but they're all donations to support the church and that the church can um pass on aren't they so yeah yeah done it with the right intentions then again to be fair that guy has just gone and got his week shopping (laughs) and just now he probably got a couple of bananas and a couple of apples and that's it that's all he's got left for the week now (laughs) That oh, is amazing. It is. Yeah. Can't wait to see what people bring to the live show. Yeah. yeah. When the vicar sees the waffle maker as well, that that's when he realizes he's, you know, he's lost the village, but he's already yeah, yeah. Uh, sort of losing the Bristol gig before he started it. Yeah. Um, which is almost that bit's almost here. God, it's so. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Sounds a bit like Animal Farm. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> I think that's the thing that bothers the vicar more if he knows that Curtin is mm-hmm. upset with him rather than even rather than Kerry. I think he knows how he can manipulate Kerry to get him back mm-hmm. to being in his good books, whereas Curtin's a different thing. Yeah. <clears throat> to the point that he's he's like trolling his Facebook just to look and see if there are any messages about himself. <laughs> so I would assume that they would have had to have made that Curtin Mucklow. Facebook page. Yeah, there is a page. I, th- I think it's in the, in the Dumb Gang group, isn't it? Uh, we don't allow any fake character profiles in the gang, but there is someone who has got set up. Well, there's all of the characters have got their own Facebook pages, yeah. haven't they? But I think they've more been done after that, so it's not necessarily that one. Yeah. And well, isn't it that usually with these social medias that movies and TV, they've got a program where they can. M- do it so it looks mm-hmm. like the thing rather than yeah. having to sign up. This is where they had all the trouble with the bloopers as well. Yeah, the mm-hmm. laughing. 
Yeah, because he could see the shadow of the vicar as he's walking to the door, dude. Yeah. Making him laugh. Curtains still aren't right, are they? No. No, no. But probably the one annoying thing about this series. Well, maybe they could do like a Snyder cut of the series three <laughs> and and digitally enhance his curtains. <laughs> Just imagine a series three director's remake that costs like seven million pounds to do. <laughs> just on curtains, curtains. Yeah, just on curtains, curtains. No, he's not having any of it, Vicar. He's not having any of it. He's not interested. It was only not not quite long ago before I realised that waffles were not made out of potato. <laughs> Actual waffles are like they're like batter, aren't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just thinking you of like uh, chips. I'm sure that's that's the thing, isn't it? Well, it's like because you can get like bird's eye potato waffles, waffly <laughs> versatile. You can get them, and I always thought that's what waffles were until um, there was some at home. And I thought, well, that's not potato. Can totally. I just say potato waffles? You can now cook in the um, toaster. Can you? Yeah. It advertises it on the box, much to my delight. Welcome to Waffle Talk. <laughs> Welcome to I've waffles. not had a waffle as in a Belgian waffle or a potato waffle for bloody years. Well, there you Ooh. go. Oh, then. Fancy then, 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 that's what you got to go and have a, go yeah, and have, yeah. a have a waffle sandwich with like a fried egg in the middle. Oh, yeah, and a bit of cheese. Bottom, bottom one a Belgian and the top one a potato. Oh, tell, me, tell, me what it, tell me what it's like. Post it, up, post it up on the dump gang and let's have a look and see what it's like. Yeah, you're right. Oh. Poor old Curtin is now in. Um, he's getting very emotional about it all, isn't he? I don't know. If if I was the vicar, I'd stay at the village. Mm. I would, because mm. why would you want all that hassle? Well, apart from her, obviously, apart from Jim. She thinks she, she knows what he's got going on. She comes in and like, Hollyock, bog off, June. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I reckon she's friend. more of a villain in this show than Martin. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. She knows what she's doing. That's the thing. Yeah, Martin, yeah. Martin is just evil because he's evil. She knows what she's doing because there is no reason for her to go in and talk to him about anything. No. I still think when Martin says meddling old tart has dobbed me in, I think that is June. Mm. Yeah. Good shout. Meddling Good shout. Yeah. Old. Because you... So, yeah, as, as the two villains of the story, they their, their storyline just goes way back. Yeah, you know that when she finished talking to him then, she turned and had a big smile on her face as she was walking out of that yeah, office. Yeah. And the vicar's just that little bit closer to the edge. Yeah. Yeah. But she is one of those people that wakes up and goes, who can I piss off today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and as the village is very small, it's like she just probably just has a rotor for each person yeah. and keeps going round. One a week. Exactly. Or one a day. Here it is. This will be the final straw for the vicar. She's right. There is a good cause. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't. Do they say that he likes waffles? Is that why he bought it? Because he likes waffles. 
Uh, he does, yeah. He says, I know how much you like your waffles. Ah, uh, right. Chuckle that he does. Fiery Francis. Yeah. <clears throat> Churlish yeah. is a very vicar word, it isn't is. it? It is. That, this is a great moment. Like, mm. people have wanted to see June get her comeuppance for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I, would have, I would have loved it if he'd have back, backed out of the room, given her the finger. Yeah. <laughs> After he said that, just <laughs> backed out. <laughs> I would have loved that. <laughs> Rude man. Still. And we'll never know whether he did bottle it, do we? No. No, he would have gone. Oh, he might have got sent elsewhere, down to Devon or somewhere. Sent elsewhere? That's a hospital, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> He's uh, for the last Bob rites. <laughs> well. We don't blame you for shouting at June. Rev, we no. really don't. No, everybody should it. do it. Everybody should. You do know, it. like when they're in the comic release special, when they have like a punch, um, slugs thing, it should do something like come and shatter June or something. They'd rake fucking thousands. They would, yeah. These. <laughs> or if they have a another sort of fair or a fate, they have like when you stick your head through and you can throw yeah wet, sponges. Wet sponges and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. They'd make a fortune on that. They'd have to run it 24-7 for like a week just to get everybody through <laughs> the amount of money they want to put in. Jenga in a hurricane. It's quite a good little misdirect, this, because you feel like they're going to go and, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, give yeah. him... You yeah. know, they're really going to give him what for. Yeah. I don't know. Is is it a good misdirect or is it a bit of a cop out? This this line here is maybe a little bit more revealing, isn't it? He's got that second bit about sometimes what you want isn't right or whatever. Yeah. I to begin with, I honestly thought they were going there to say stay and yeah. convincing to stay, and that they, he didn't need any convincing really. But yeah, I suppose that quote could have gone either way. Mm. Oh, he's like a big puppy dog now. Oh. Oh. Don't you want to just rub his belly and <laughs> get him on all fours and maybe a... <laughs> excuse me? Know if he's won that award. Paul. Which, what award? No, his Paul was nominated for that. Was it the <laughs> Screen Guild or something like that? I don't know. Best actor in a oh, they haven't had them yet, I don't think, have they? No. I was, was I was surprised. The BAFTAs were in yeah, yeah. I was surprised he never got award, uh, nominated for, BAFTA, yeah. for the BAFTA. I love this. Are you wearing John Paul Gaultier? It's too <laughs> random. Because <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't imagine a vicar. He's more like an old spice man, isn't he? Brute. Oh, so. I don't know. A bit manly, isn't it? Old spice and brute. I would have said dupe. I would have given. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
He'd have been a I Duke man. Blue Stratos. Blue Stratos. Wow. <laughs> High karate. Yeah. Denim. Denim for men. Do you remember men. Insignia? <laughs> was a deodorant, wasn't it? And smelly range for a while. If yes. Yeah. If you say so. Oh, Pav. I do. Welcome to Smelly Talk. <laughs> oh, is that Sam Parkin they're talking about now? Mm. Relegated to Division 2. Charlie Knight. looks really old there. Just see. I don't know, he looks really old in that shot, like way beyond what you think Kurt and might be aged. What, because of the curtains, you think? Yeah, curtains, I don't know. Yeah, it just isn't right. I still don't know if, if we're convinced if it was the right time to leave. No. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> 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 That's a really underrated line, that as well. I don't yeah. think, even in the dump now, I don't think that gets brought up as much as you think no, it should. I think, yeah. Can we appreciate Mandy's entire character arc starts with her walking the opposite direction to what we see here, wearing exactly the same top, walking Tyson. Yeah. And then <laughs> in her very last line, she's just walking back into a house with Tyson in the same top. I love that. Yeah. It basically it, it sums up the village, and it is that like, nothing changes. Mm-hmm. Everybody goes alone doing the same thing, and people come and go. Apart from the vicar is driving the wrong way out of the village there, but never mind. Will, will it? Never will mind. It he might well, have no. To be fair, he could carry on down that road, and then it turns left by the fire station. You go out by oh, the okay. All right, you fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> it's only because I'm there nearly every bloody day. <laughs> Oh, dear. Still see people constantly outside the house. Mm. And as I said when we did our um, recap of this, there isn't a Premier Inn next to Cheltenham Racecourse. Oh, isn't there? No, it's about two or three miles away. The the nearest uh, Premier Inn. Just showed you how desperate we were for information when we were doing the recap that I was looking to see <laughs> where the nearest yeah. Premier Inn was. <laughs> so, what hill's that, Neil, that they're on? That's North Leach Hill. <laughs> Is that what it's called? North Leach Hill? I don't know. It's um, There's a, um, a place, a little lane near there that goes up by the school called All Alone. Is that where you go dogging? <laughs> well, I, I haven't yet, but we can go if you want. <laughs> okay. Always up for a challenge. Wow, that, <laughs> that, that would be a challenge. <laughs> so here it is. Here's yeah. the, the, uh, the ultimate callback. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, actually. Charlie does look older in the face. He does, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. But it's also a great point as well. These people that are in these like docu soaps, do they sit and watch what they're doing? I, I, if I was in one, I wouldn't want to sit back and watch no. it. I've already, I've already, I've already lived it. You know? Yeah, yeah. And it's like I don't listen back to like podcasts I'm in or anything. I don't want to hear my own voice. It's horrible. I hate it. Exactly. I don't so listen I, to know, it. And I've been there, like you say. I, I know what's said. So why would you listen to it? Yeah. 
probably wouldn't watch it. It's the look on his face is like, don't believe it. We're going through all this again. (laughs) (coughs) Have you forgotten him twice? (laughs) Oh, dear. And that's it. Wonderful. Series three, episode six. Over oh, look, they give with. you the additional scenes. They do. There you are, another commentary. There's another, <laughs> there <is> another commentary. <laughs> uh, let's... Uh, uh, do I stop the, stop the sharing anyway? So there we go, ladies and gents. That was it. Um, that is. So as, as we are sat here now then, your favourite ever episode. I know it changes probably every time, but but... Doug, what's your favourite ever episode? All three series and the special. It is still Random Acts of Kindness. Just now, now whenever I do something remotely kind, even if it's not random, even if it's fully planned, I'm, I still feel like I've got Kerry's little grin that she has. <laughs> I was going to mention, I've got a favourite deleted scene that isn't even in additional scenes as well. And that is Curtain's memes. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, basically, yeah. basically, like a window into all three of all three lockdowns for me. That was basically all I did. And then seeing it on TV and like one of my favourite shows, just like word, word for word, how I would describe meme culture is just like it's just epic. I, I don't know why it isn't in additional scenes. Like it's, mm. it's on YouTube, but um, mm. but yeah, but yeah, random acts of kindness every time. Uh, Kim. Uh, minor injuries for me always been my favourite. It's never changed. No, never changed. No. Okay, Helena. Always, always, always without a shadow of a doubt, Scarecrow. Oh right, okay. Yeah, it's the best. Okay, so maybe things that don't change as much as I thought. Then Neil. Um, probably uh, maybe oven space or driving lesson, but probably oven space to be fair. Okay, I think I'm random acts of kindness at the moment again. I'm, I'm it's, it's just uh, I think it was the culmination of everything going to the 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 show in, and it was just like just the pinnacle of everything. I think so. Yeah, but then it does change. That driving lesson is a fantastic episode. But they're all fantastic episodes. Well, they are. It is. It's very hard to choose, like we always say. It is. But that's it. So thank you very much for joining us, uh, you peepers. It's been a loads of fun over the last uh, six episodes doing these commentaries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm sure once the American one goes onto British TV, maybe we'll do commentaries on those as well and see how <laughs> kind we are to it. And, <laughs> oh, my goodness. I could that could be like Game of Thrones Series 6 all over again. But we need to stay very calm and nice about it until we let's, get to talk to them. Yeah, let's wait. Yes, yes, let's talk yeah, to them yeah. first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but that, that's it. So thank you very much, everybody, for, for watching along and listening. Thank you very much to the lovely peepers. Hello, uh, hello, Helena. Thank you, Helena. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you, Kim. Thank you. Thank you, Doug. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much, Neil. Thank you very much, Pav. Thank you very much, everyone else, and go and get plumbed, you fuckers. Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. Daft cow. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hi, I'm Pav. I'm Neil. 
we're here to tell you about our new exciting project, the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Phenomenal. That's right, Neil. We grab a guest or two, pick a subject, then bring our own Top 10s to the pod. Yes. It could be Top 10 scary movies, Top 10 swear words, Top 10 breakfast foods, anything. Oh, you saucy devil. Indeed, Neil. Our first episode will be online very soon, so subscribe on all your usual podcast platforms so you don't miss it. Yes. The Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's begin the countdown. Phenomenal.